Welcome to Swan Podcast. I am a podcaster, a poet, and um, digital content creator. Today is the fourth week of the month, and that means that we have a Bible study. And I am so honored because I'm having this guest for the, um, I don't know how many times, but I'm so glad that she has joined me today. Her name is Joanne. John, you're welcome to Swan Podcast again. Thank you, Shell. You're always welcome and thank you for always supporting me. It's a pleasure. Yeah, so today we are going to talk about deferred hope. We are going to study deferred hope and I'll start off with giving you the meaning of defer. Defer, put off an action or an event to a later time. Um, in other words, postpone. And then the meaning of hope is a feeling of expectation and desire for a particular thing to happen. My meaning of deferred hope is postponed hope. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, deferred hope, deferred hope to me, uh, which is just a, a, an expounding on that uh, postponing hope. So um, hope, uh, basically, um, as you've said, it refers to when you want something so much. So deferred hope happens when you've looked forward to something so much that, uh, and it doesn't happen. Yeah. So you reach a point where you start despairing and you start thinking that maybe it will never happen. Yeah. Yeah. So that's deferred hope for me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The Bible does talk about um, deferred hope in the book of Proverbs, chapter 13, verse 12, where it says, uh, Hope deferred makes the heart sick, but when the desire comes, it is a tree of life. So, um, the very first part of that verse where it says, Hope deferred makes the heart sick. So, that is the definition of that is in the explanation that I give about yeah. deferred hope. Yeah. Like, uh, when you hope for something for so long that you start despairing. So, that the heart sick, the heart getting sick is actually that despair. Yeah. And it might even bring physical sickness. It's true though. Yeah. Yeah. Because you start with frustration, then the other thing, you have a headache and mm. you're stressed Stress, out. Yeah. And then you have ulcers. Mm-hmm. This part, we are going to call it expired hope, where we are going to look at people in the Bible who had their hope, who had, they were in despair, they had lost hope. And now the one person that I'll start with is Sarah in the book of Genesis 18.12. Just to give you the context, um, three visitors came to visit Abraham. And then Abraham, one of them said to Abraham that he'll have a son. And then Sarah was listening in. and, And so I'll start by reading. Uh, so Sarah, when she now she after she had heard what the three visitors had told Abraham, so Sarah laughed to herself as she thought, "After I am worn out and my Lord is old, will I now have this pleasure?" She says, she starts with even mocking with mm-hmm. whatever was said by laughing, and then she thought, "After I am worn out." Yeah. She had completely lost hope. Yeah. Yeah, she 
she didn't think that at her old age she would ever ever have a kid even though god had promised them uh that they would have a kid but now they were like now we are old i don't know how god is planning to yeah. do yeah. all these yeah then um the other uh, the other person that we are going to look at is Zechariah um after god uh, the angel gabriel had appeared to him while he was sacrificing uh that is in Luke chapter 1 verses 18 and the angel told Zechariah that he would have a son this was Zechariah's response Zechariah asked the angel how can i be sure of this i am an old man and my wife is well on in years mm-hmm. so he had also lost hope actually he had completely given up he didn't think that there would be a possibility of him having kids ever yeah mm-hmm. actually for both of them their biological clocks had run out on them yeah and there was just no way that they'd have children that's why when sarah went to Abraham and even asked asked him to take her servant because according to her she couldn't her yeah. body had yeah was past its prime so yeah. there's no way she could have hope that she'd ever have a child of her own yeah yes and if you think about it <laughs> right now mm. getting kids at 90 i she was 89 at the time mm-hmm. but she gave birth at 90 but yeah at 89 yeah there's just no hope yeah <laughs> there is no hope yeah yeah and and then um another story that um that shows expired hope expired yeah expired hope mm-hmm. uh is the story of Mary the sister of Lazarus so when um this they had called Jesus to come and when Lazarus was sick and he died and four days later is when Jesus decides to come and visit them yeah. and Mary when he saw Jesus when she saw Jesus she she asked him if she told him if you had been here if you had been here my brother would not have died yeah. so that clearly shows that uh, she had given up that anything could be done for her brother yeah. um he was already dead there's nothing that could be done not realizing that he's talking to God himself. Yeah. Who can do anything? Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. And now just before we go to the next segment, just thinking about it right now. Mm-hmm. Um these people we are at the edge mm-hmm. of I don't think there is anything after this road like we have come to the end of the road. Mm-hmm. There is no way I can give birth to a child when I'm 90 mm-hmm. years and the same with uh, Zachariah mm-hmm. I'm also old and Mary my brother is dead so what can be done mm-hmm. and I think it's a good example for us to mm-hmm. see that even in our um, in our expired hope yeah. that there is still something at the end of the road mm-hmm. because it's the end of the road to me doesn't mean it's the end of the road for god yeah. he is he will show up at that exactly. instance yeah exactly because yeah. now our our horizons are very limited mm. as human beings the our imagination can only reach up to a certain point mm. and god is not limited by anything so anything is possible for him yeah so when we start thinking along the lines of this is not possible that is not what god is thinking yeah yeah 
I think it's it's beautiful to see in the eyes of God. Sometimes we pray, God, can I see myself in your eyes? Mm-hmm. But it's still difficult. It's still difficult to see ourselves in those lenses. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, now let's go to situations in life that lead us to deferred hope. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, um, I'll start one one I'll start with one that um, a lot of young people have experienced and myself <laughs> I have had a lot of experience with it uh, looking for a job and getting a job yeah. so we live in a society where getting a job is not as simple as it used to be no. back then mm. in the era of our grandparents and our parents yeah um, back then when you were educated and you had your degree it was very easy to get a job. In fact, sometimes they would even come and pick you from school right mm. after you were done yeah. and you were absorbed into the job market. But things are not as easy yeah. now. Yeah. And you look for a job day in, day out. You send applications all over and you don't even get a single reply. Yeah. So it can get very, very <laughs> frustrating. And you're like, will I even ever get a job? Even the reply of rejection. Yes. Although these they have got like of them mm-hmm. why people can are, are not willing to hire me yeah yeah i think two times or three times they and told you why they're not willing to hire you. yeah <laughs> okay. uh, yeah mm-hmm. and all of them it's like it's not even like um it's not such a a big issue mm-hmm. because if i'm not i don't have knowledge in a certain area yeah it's something that I can learn. I can learn in the job. Mm-hmm. So I don't get why you're rejecting me because yeah. I can't do just one small thing yeah. which I can learn within a week. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're lucky mm-hmm. that you get replies telling you that they don't want you because of this. I just used to say that it would be so courteous of them to tell me that I have not gotten the job instead of just being quiet yeah. and I'm not getting a reply so you're just left in the in, in the, the dark yeah. in the dark yes Hanging. and you're wondering ah, yeah. did my did my application reach or did mm. it not yeah but yeah that's the reality of majority yeah. of people yeah. who just freshly graduated and some not even fresh some mm. have been out there for a long time for a couple of years mm. yeah so and then uh, another situation that we can experience deferred hope is maybe in getting a spouse mm. you're waiting for that uh, great person to come along yeah. you're like you, you don't want to settle for less for less yes yeah. because you know you deserve better mm-hmm. but then these people who are better are not coming along <laughs> and you're like do I settle or do I not yeah 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 and yeah, it's a difficult one. Mm-hmm. Again, in the space mm-hmm. or at the age that we are in, mm-hmm. because your aunties, it's the aunties who start yeah. by asking, like, what's going on? Mm-hmm. When are we coming to eat pilau sidri? Actually, when I graduated, mm-hmm. and after that I visited a certain aunt, and she was like, Sasa, ju to usha graduate? what like let me after job but 
Yeah. Yeah. I guess that it's 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 also similar for me by the way. Hmm. But immediately after I graduated, hmm. I got a question for like from like two relatives. I was wondering, "Hey, okay, Kwani is graduating uh that's a threshold of where people get married. Is it yeah. a must? Do I the reason why I went to to college and and I got a degree. Yeah. It's for me to get a job. It's not to, to get a degree then to get married. I know. But then I, I guess you just understand that. In fact, when I mentioned to one of my relatives that I wanted to continue with my education, mm-hmm. do a master's, mm-hmm. I got a very shocked. She was very shocked. Why? And I was like, okay, these people are the same people who've been encouraging me to read, to work hard, to... to throughout your life. Yes, throughout my life. They're telling yeah. me, go to school and learn as much as you want. And mm-hmm. then, when I want to advance my education, they're like, why? Why? Yes, you've reached the end. Anyway, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I guess we've deviated from that. So people No, it's, it's still the same. I <laughs> think so. Because even the pressure mm-hmm. makes you feel like you're inadequate, mm-hmm. you start asking yourself questions like, am I not attractive? Mm-hmm. Um, is there something wrong with me that yeah. I don't attract these certain men that I, I feel like? I want. Mm-hmm. How come? How come I'm still single and I've been doing whatever I think that it's good for yeah. me to be doing, but I'm still single. That's so true. Yeah. In fact, you, you like you even follow this, this this advice that a lot of these relationship coaches say mm-hmm. that you work on yourself, you build yourself. And then you work on yourself. Yes, you work on <laughs> yourself and then still. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that can bring a lot of frustration and deferred hope. Yeah. And then uh, the next one is uh, praying for the recovery of a loved one. Uh, I guess this is every, almost every family has experienced mm-hmm. this, where they have a relative who um, is sick yeah. and they don't seem to be getting better and you keep on praying and praying and declaring and declaring healing on them and it's still not happening. And you're wondering, eh, funny, what, what, what am I not doing? Yeah. That is that I'm supposed to do for this person to be healed, or mm. does does God not want this person to be healed? And yeah. uh, that can also bring a lot of frustration. True. Yeah. Yeah, because you even start questioning mm-hmm. even God, mm-hmm. like what did we do to you mm-hmm. that you can't see? Like we've been praying, we have given maybe even a seed. Yeah. Yeah, and nothing is happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's a struggle, and I, even right now, mm-hmm. for most people, and even those who, I feel I think the most for people who are left by their relatives mm-hmm. while they are young. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Because sometimes, yeah, it even ends in after all that prayer and stuff, mm-hmm. the person still passes yeah. away, and you're like, ah. Yeah. Now it's it's very it's very depressing by the mm-hmm. way. Uh, it's not an easy thing to deal with. But then, yeah, I I think there is there are different answers mm, from there are different God. Answers, yes, um, that even after well we'll see that as we continue. But he still answers in some way. Mm-hmm. He still there is he does answer at yeah. the end of the day. Even though that person dies, doesn't mean that he did he didn't answer yeah. the prayer. Actually, you just reminded me of something that I read. 
mm-hmm. somebody put a Facebook post one of my friends. Uh, she was like, uh, sometimes God heals people completely by taking them home. Mm-hmm. So you pray for, and actually uh, even my mom told me this once, that sometimes uh, she was praying for her mom to mm-hmm. be healed, but then she came to a realization that maybe that those prayers were keeping her mom on earth suffering because she was in a lot of pain. But then the, the minute she decided to let go mm-hmm. and she realized that sometimes complete healing is for somebody to be taken out of that suffering completely, yeah. to go home. And the, the minute she let go of her mom and in her prayers, mm-hmm. her mom within weeks was yeah. gone. Yeah. And then it just brought that realization that uh, it's the best kind of healing. I, 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 I don't know. The logic of God is not our yeah, logic. Yeah. Yeah. Our like I said before, our our horizons are very limited. True. Yeah. Mhm. Yeah. So I guess the the Bible uh, encourages a lot in us a lot in uh, when we have deferred hope, when things are not happening as we want them to happen. Mm. Yeah. Okay. An example that we can see from the Bible mm-hmm. um, where also she had her hope. Her hope was in Leah wanted to be loved mm-hmm. by her husband mm-hmm. Jacob but it never happened and the most interesting part is let's read so that we can study that all together. It's in Genesis 29 verses 31. When the Lord saw that Leah was not loved, he enabled her to conceive, but Rachel remained childless. Other pointers I want you to see is um, when the Lord saw, the Lord saw Leah in her suffering, Mm -hmm. in her wanting this love from this person, Mm -hmm. but she was not receiving it. So God answered by so God saw her misery and decided to open her womb. Leah became pregnant and gave birth to a son. She named him Reuben, for she said, It is because the Lord has seen my misery. So the thing I think for sure that we should know is that God sees us in our misery. Yeah. Um then she continues, surely my husband will love me now. Still her hope was on this man to love her. She conceived, that's verse 33, she conceived again and she gave birth to a son. She said, because the Lord had that I am not loved. So God is completely aware of our situation. Mm-hmm. Because the Lord had that I am not loved, he gave me this one too so she named him Simeon again she conceived and when she gave birth to a son she said no at last my husband will become attached to me because I have borne him three sons so she named him Levi she conceived again and when she gave birth to a son she said this time I will praise the Lord 
she said so she named him Judah then she stopped having children the point is this time by the time she's got she got to the fourth son mm-hmm. she was like now this time i'll not put my hope in in this man who yeah. has refused to love me mm-hmm. even after bearing him sons mm-hmm. uh, sons at that time yeah. were like i don't know how they viewed uh sons but they viewed them highly mm-hmm. so she was like even i've given birth to sons i've given this man sons and he's still not loving me so at the at her end she said this time i will praise the lord yeah because surely god had seen her god had heard uh, that she's not loved mm-hmm. god completely knew of her situation and i think when we are hopeless i think it's good to respond in praise and to worship god because my favorite verse is usually psalms 51:17 mm-hmm. god does not despise a broken heart yeah god will meet us at that point mm-hmm. where we feel so hopeless yeah. um like we saw i um sarah was hopeless zakaria was hopeless and that didn't deter god to answer their prayers just because they were hopeless. Yeah. Mm. And I think she also realized that God was giving her children. Mm. And her sister here does not have children. I know. And yet she's complaining that her husband does not love her. Mm. And yet she has bundles of joy here yeah. that she should be appreciating. So she realized that God was granting her her blessings and so what better way to 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 act than to praise God? than to look at the negative side of it. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good outlook when we are in a, when we are in a situation of hopelessness to at least look at one thing that is positive yeah. in our lives and let just set our eyes on that mm-hmm. and believe if God blessed me with this then I I believe that he answered this. Yeah. yeah. Because if we focus on bad things, there are always bad things mm. in our there's always a negative side to our yeah. situations. Yeah. So if we focus on that, then we forget these good things that may even be more than those negative things. Then we end up in a very hopeless situation. Yeah. Yeah. Now we will go to answers to our deferred hope. What does God tell us about um having hope and trusting him to answer our prayers or to meet uh, for him to meet us at the point of our needs yeah. so um there are various verses a lot of verses i don't think we can even finish them uh in this one sitting uh that encourages us to be patient and to yeah to have hope to continue to have hope and to trust in god so um romans chapter 5 verse 3 to 4 it says and not only that but we also glory in tribulations knowing that tribulation produces perseverance and perseverance character and character hope so this is a, a very common verse where um christians as christians we should um pay attention to because as christian we as christians we go through a lot of tribulations a lot of suffering a lot of even deferred hope yeah so it's encouraging us that even though we are in places where we see like there's no end to it we should actually 
glory you should glorify in them which yeah. is not an easy thing it's not it's not easy to glorify god as you go as you go through trials yeah but that's what it encourages us to do because it it produces perseverance and it produces character and it produces hope yeah. because when we continue to hope and we continue to persevere in suffering and then we get to a point where that suffering actually comes to an end yeah. then we have a renewed hope yeah and we can it even builds our faith yeah. and we can even be better when it comes to other uh, trials that come our way yeah. it will be very easy for us to Okay it's not easy it's not very easy but then it yeah. will be better as we go through them and you're more confident yes exactly because yeah. you know God came yeah. through for you previously yeah and of course he'll still come through for you yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and then uh, Romans chapter 8 chapter 8 verse 25 where it says but if we hope for what we do not see we eagerly wait for it uh with perseverance So the Bible here is talking about um this desire when we hope for things that it was mostly talking about our uh, salvation in this in this part. Um when we hope for things that we don't see. We do not see Jesus has not yet come back. Yeah. And it's something it we have to wait for him and he may not even come back in our lifetime. Yeah. But then we continue to hope and to persevere through the suffering that is in the world knowing yeah. that our salvation will eventually come. Yeah. So and even in verse 19 when you go up in that chapter verse 19 it says for the earnest expectation of the creation eagerly waits for the revealing of the sons of God. So it's not just human beings who are waiting. Even the creation. Even creation is waiting for Jesus to come back because it will also get the relief. Yeah. Because now uh, the ground was when when man fell mm-hmm. the ground was made hard. Yeah. Rain was the uh, creation fell as well. Yes, the creation no, it, it didn't fall but then it suffered because of the fall of man. Yeah. Yeah. So now the rain water used to come from underground and just water the ground mm-hmm. but now it has to wait for the rain to come from the sky and it doesn't come yeah or rather it comes very very rarely yeah so it also suffers animals suffer because man has become so evil he's even cruel to animals yeah. animals have to be eaten because man fell yeah yeah so even creation is waiting for yeah for that salvation so who are we man. not to wait for that salvation yeah yeah Um mm-hmm. sorry gone Uh yeah um and the story of Abraham is also a very good uh a very good uh, situation we can look into to get our encouragement to yeah. persevere in this deferred hope Yeah uh Abraham was promised by God that he would out of him a nation a great nation would come from him Yeah there would be so many that even the sand of the sea they they'd be like the sand of the sea and the stars in the sky which are uncountable yeah and uh by the time god was telling him this he didn't even have a ch- even one child yeah so and he was old his wife was old so how do you start imagining that you can a whole nation can come from you when you don't even have a single child yeah. but abraham believed Yeah. completely he left everything and he f- he went where god was telling him to go yeah. because he totally believed it and this promise of even having a great nation it wasn't fulfilled in his lifetime yeah and for many generations after th- for many generations after that mm. because even his son isaac had had 
didn't only had two sons. Yeah. In fact, it was just uh, when Jacob uh, had twelve sons and the, and the daughter that yeah. maybe it would have looked like there was hope that a nation yeah. would come out of this. Yeah. But then Abraham didn't live long enough to see even those twelve sons. Yeah. He well, died well. when Isaac. He only had Isaac. Yeah. So. And yet he trusted in God and he yeah. believed in God and that faith was counted to him as righteousness. Mm. So we can look unto the example of our father Abraham. Yeah. And if he persevered and he looked forward to the time God would fulfill his promise, yeah. then we can also do that. Totally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's that's great. Because imagine mm-hmm. just you die but you're believing and you're telling your son mm-hmm. um, this is what God said and then uh, then to son Isaac mm-hmm. and he Isaac is also believing mm-hmm. uh, because his father said this um, so Isaac also tells his son Jacob about yeah, yeah. what the the promise that God uh, gave mm-hmm. to Abraham mm-hmm. then it's i think that faith was so impactful because when moses it was very impactful because when moses now was going for the israelites from mm-hmm. egypt yeah he told them it's the god of your father mm-hmm. abraham yeah and that's when they know oh it's our god yeah because it's the god who promised yeah. abraham offspring mm-hmm. so yeah. that hope was carried on for mm-hmm. many generations after that because mm-hmm. that was they stayed in, in Egypt for 4,430 4, 400, 430 years. Yeah. And that is not counting the time between uh, when Abraham died and the, when the people were taken into captivity. Yeah. Uh, so, or, or rather, they, they were in, in, in bondage in Egypt. Yeah. So, maybe even a thousand years passed in between that. Yeah. I, 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 I'm not saying that is the correct number, <laughs> yeah, yeah. but yeah. You're just saying that there are years, so many years that yeah. are not accounted for. Yes. That they had to, and they were still believing mm-hmm. even after all those years yeah. that God gave this promise. God gave this promise that he yeah. would give them canon. Yeah. And they still believed. Yeah. And it was because of one man, Abraham. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Okay, now, the other point is... It comes from Genesis 18 verses 14, where um, after um, Sarah laughing to herself and thinking, will I get a child even when I'm old? God answered and said, is anything too hard for the Lord? Mm -hmm. There is nothing that is too hard for God to do. He'll promise whatever whatever he said, it's going to happen. The other part mm-hmm. we are going to see from the book of Luke mm-hmm. 37. For no word from God will ever fail. Mm-hmm. Every promise that God has given, he's, it's going to pass. It's mm-hmm. going to come. There is no such thing as God saying and then then you experience me. Yeah. He's uh, th- my favorite word, and I know I said it in the last, uh, in the other episode of Doubt, mm-hmm. but it's I am, God being I am. Yeah. Because if he's I am, then his 
what he says he is. Exactly. Yeah. He, he does not change what he was yesterday remains yeah. to be what he is today and it yeah. will remain the same in the future. Yeah. He is faithful to himself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Bible says that even when we are not faithful, yeah. he still remains faithful. faithful. Yeah, because he can't deny himself. Yeah. If there's something that God holds most dear, it's mm. his word. So if he has promised, then yeah. he has to fulfill it. Yeah. Yeah. So just keep believing even the book of Isaiah 55 mm-hmm. uh solidifies what we are just saying 55 verses 10 uh from verses 10 as the rain and the snow come down from heaven and do not return to it without watering the earth and making it bud and flourish so that it yields seed for the sower and bread for the eater. So is my word that goes out from my mouth. It will not return to me empty but will accomplish what I desire and achieve the purpose for which I sent it. It has to be just the same way. He sends rain and there has to be uh, plants growing from the rain mm-hmm. um, and God has to fulfill whatever he said. Yeah. It has to come. Exactly. So we have to keep on believing because God God is going to fulfill what he said. Mm-hmm. Then the last part I'm going to read from the book of Luke 145 chapter 1 verses 45 Blessed is the one who has believed that the Lord would fulfill his promises to him. Mm-hmm. Um this is this is what Mary wait did is it Mary or Elizabeth who said the words it was Mary yeah and she said it first off god has promised mm-hmm. you or god has said that you're going to give a birth to a son and mm-hmm. you're a virgin and you're not married mm-hmm. then she visits her cousin Elizabeth and She's also pregnant mm-hmm. uh, and she's older, mm-hmm. way older than her. And so, yes, whatever thing that God promised you, believe because the word says that blessed is the one who has believed that the Lord would fulfill his promises. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And uh, the Bible also encourages us uh, in Second Corinthians chapter 2, verse 9, mm-hmm. where it says that. His grace is sufficient. Yeah. God's grace is sufficient and his strength is made perfect in our weaknesses. So even when we feel like we can't go on, we feel like this is over, mm-hmm. I can't keep on uh, hoping anymore, that's when God's strength is manifested in you, in yeah. that weakness that you are in. So we are not alone in in our waiting. God is there in us. If we trust him and we uh, we surrender to him, then he's able to continue to strengthen us until we get to that point where his promise is fulfilled yeah yeah so that's it for today uh keep believing keep on hoping because god is going to show up uh in your situation he hasn't given up on you he hasn't forgotten you we've read that god saw and had Leah in her suffering so God is seeing you in whatever circumstance he, you're in because God sees our hearts. Yeah. God sees. He's seeing that. He's seeing whether it's whatever mistreating like the case of Leah. Mm-hmm. God is seeing that. He's not blind 
to your situation. So just keep on believing. This is one podcast.